Welcome to the Mama Truth Show, where soulful mamas embrace the whole truth of the messiness and magic of motherhood. Check us out at mamatruthshow.com. Here's your host, Amy Ehlers, the wake-up call coach. Hi, mamas. It's Amy here. And before we go into today's super inspiring show, I wanted to share something that is revolutionizing schools across the country. What if I shared with you that there is something super simple that can help our kids focus, settle down, and even perk up during the after-lunch slump, all with the touch of a teacher's fingertips? Interesting, right? It's lighting. Yep, it's true. The lighting in our kids' classrooms is being proven to have a profound effect on the energy and mood of our children. I am proud to announce that the sponsor of today's Mama Truth show, Acuity Brands Lighting for Pupils, has created a tunable lighting system for classrooms. They even have a contest going on right now where you can have your child win a tunable lighting system for their very own classroom. Go to mamatruthshow.com forward slash light to find out more. That's mamatruthshow.com forward slash light. Enter the contest and watch the lighting begin. And now, on to the show. Happy Mama Truth Monday, mamas. It's Amy Ehlers here, the Wake Up Call Coach. And of course, I'm like shaking in my boots. I'm so excited for today's guest, the amazing Lisa Nichols. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She has her books, No Matter What and Abundance Now, as well as tons of other titles out in the world. She is honestly the best motivational, inspirational speaker I have ever witnessed in my entire life. And I've seen a lot of people speak. Every single person in the audience, every time I've seen her speak, has chills going up and down, has tears in their eyes. She's doing incredible work with teens, with her motivating the teen spirit movement. Her website is motivatingthemasses.com. She is amazing, and I am deeply honored that I've also had her as my personal coach way back when. She was the person that I called first when I became a best-selling author, and she was like, Amy, put it on your signature. So she, she helped me with my very first book launch for Big Fat Lies Women Tell Themselves, and she's just a gem. The world is lucky to have her. So welcome, Lisa, to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Amy, my old friend. I Aww. love you. I appreciate you. It's so wonderful to see you and be with you again. And then to be here having this conversation. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Oh my goodness. My pleasure. My blessing. So, okay. So, you know, one of the things that we were talking about before we went live here, mamas, is Lisa, tell us about motherhood and its impact on your journey from being on public assistance and not having enough money to put diapers on your baby to now being the CEO of a publicly traded multi-million dollar company. Oh my gosh. It's incredible. And I know that motherhood has been such a huge part of your journey. So talk about that through the motherhood lens for us. Um, you know, it was one of those things where I think I took somewhat of an untraditional um, route, Amy, in that I've heard a lot of moms talk about how I, I'm going to wait until I raise my son, I'm going to wait until I raise my daughter, and then I'll make it happen. And I just don't believe that we're supposed to pause our lives for 18 years. And oh, by the way, it doesn't stop at 18. My son turns 22 this year, and I'm going, wait a minute. <laughs> I got the memo that said it was until 18, and then I was done. Well, that's not the truth anymore. Um, and so 
I, something in me just said, I don't want to wait. I don't think my son wants me to wait. I don't think our children want us to wait to, to create the incredible life, not just the good life, but the incredible life, the breathtaking life, the unforgettable life mm. that we know that we can create. And so I had to, I had to do a lot of uh, creative parenting. <laughs> so it wasn't the regular thing. You know, I often get asked from moms, um, how do you balance um, being a parent with right. being an entrepreneur? And I go, first of all, balance is a myth. Yep. And not, you won't get the same amount of energy in each area of your life. So balance is a myth, but harmony is a must. Yeah. I write about that in my latest book, Abundance Now, and I show you how to create harmony in your life versus seeking balance because balance is an unrealistic goal that sets yourself up to be frustrated and to feel inadequate every time. It's like pursuing perfection. It sets you up to feel inadequate every time. But if you, if you pursue how to master your imperfection, Yes. That's what I pursue. I pursue mastery of my imperfection. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and that's along the same lines of pursuing harmony. So my son, Jelani, um, he, um, you know, single child to a mom that's running around the world. And, and so I did some unique things. Uh, one, when I started traveling a lot, I began to distance learn him. Now I knew being a C student, someone who struggled through school, that I could not homeschool my son. Because mm -hmm. that meant I was the teacher. <laughs> let me just say, let me just say, if I'm the teacher, we are all in trouble. And so I, I, I made bold requests of his school system. And that's my point. As I made bold requests of his school system. And I remember his principal saying, Miss Nichols, I asked him, can I take, I told him, I, I didn't ask him, I'm sorry. I told him. <laughs> I, I was, big difference. Yeah, yeah very big difference. Yeah. I was, I was taking Jelani with me to South Africa for a month mm. and that I wanted his work to reflect South Africa so that we were charged with bringing South Africa back home. And I didn't want him to be marked um, as if he didn't do all those other assignments. Give him an, an, a, a, a different assignment based on being in South Africa. Yeah. And the prince and I said, and, and let us FedEx the homework back to you so we can FedEx the homework back to you weekly. But give us homework. And Give him the homework that you need to give him, the math, the science, the English, but allow us to FedEx it back to you. And the principal said, Miss Nichols, we don't, we don't have a program like that. Yeah. I looked at her with the utmost confidence and said, oh, I'm absolutely happy to help you co-create a program like that. <laughs> and so my point being is I was willing to get in with, I didn't expect the teachers to be the fix. I was willing to get in with them and let's design something that supports my child and my lifestyle. Let's be, so I was radical. I was bold enough to make radical requests, Amy, and they were like, uh, not, all, <laughs> not all flew. Some they said no, but I had to ask. And so just talking about creating life, business, life, parenting, harmony, um, one, I made bold requests. Number two, whenever I had to leave my son for more than three days, I would spend the Sunday before making a, uh, three dishes. I would make one dish in the crock pot, one dish in the oven, and one dish on the range top. So I cook spaghetti or tacos or something on the range top. I put a uh, meatloaf in the oven, and I put a uh, roast in the crock pot. Sorry, we love meat, all you vegetarians. <laughs> all that with vegetables, however you want to change Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, 
And then yesterday, Jelani was teaching a class because as I was telling you before we went live, Jelani, my son, he graduated from Lake Cordon Bleu Culinary Institute. So incredible. And he cooked for a month over in Italy and he cooked in the British Virgin Islands. And so he has all of this, all these cuisines. He has the island cuisine, the Italian cuisine, and in Lake Cordon Bleu, they focus on the French cuisine. Yeah. And so yesterday we were making tween and teen friendly meals. So he yeah. was going, uh, we had about a hundred teenagers live in the room with us and he was showing them how to cook. And he was showing them how to, how to make a, a couple of salads that they can make after school and a grilled cheese sandwich, but a gourmet grilled cheese sandwich. Right. And um, in the middle of it, I started talking about how I would pack food for him. And I didn't realize how much he remembered. He said, and my mom, I said, I would give really exciting labels, titles on it. So I didn't just put, I, I would package the, the containers. I'd make three containers for every meal. So three containers of spaghetti, yeah. three containers of meatloaf, right? And what I would do a little different is, and he was explaining this, and it was fun listening to him explain it, is that I would um, cut out paper with the decorative scissors, so, so the, the ridges were like this, and I would put a label on every container, but I never just put spaghetti. I would put scrumptious spaghetti. <laughs> Magnificent meatloaf, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tantalizing taco, right? And, and he said it would make him eat it, right? Tantalizing <laughs> tacos. And so my point being is, um, I went just a little further so that I had no guilt. I think we as mothers, Amy, yeah. we have a lot of guilt whenever we're doing something for us. Yes. I knew that there was a dream in my belly and there was a desire in my heart and i i and it was my birthright to let that desire out and that dream live mm. and i didn't want to get to my final days and say i was a really good mother but i wasn't a really phenomenal lisa nichols wow. i wanted to be the best version of lisa nichols because i know that when i'm the best version of me me the woman then i then become the best version of the mother that I could become. It's not being a great mother first. And we have it backwards. We think it's being a great mom first. No, it's being a great you first, a, a fulfilled you, a happy you, a joyful you, a passionate you, a playful you. And then all of that spills on over to your child or your children. And so it took me a while to learn that. I mean, I, I had the gloves on for a while, beating myself up, yeah. wanting to be an author, wanting to be a speaker, wanting to travel the world. And I couldn't shake that desire. As cute as my son was, and he was a cutie, <laughs> I, I couldn't shake that desire. It was really in my heart, Amy. Yeah. And so I began to learn ways to balance both worlds. So my mom was just with us this weekend as well. And she, I was, I was asking her to explain to people my Jelani care guide. So whenever I was gone, I had a Jelani care guide, Amy. It was six pages long. <laughs> in this Jelani care guide, it was what's his favorite toy right now? What's his favorite food right now? What time is he going to bed these days? What's his, well, listen, what's his science project right now? And where is he? And then I do commentary on the stories he's going to give you if you don't want to go to bed. And I literally <laughs> this packet. And I would email this packet to like everybody before I was leaving. And out of the blue, people would randomly call Jelani and say, hey, Jelani, how was that um, presidential, uh, you know, how's that presidential history project going? Right. And he'd go, 
He would go, mom, everybody knows what I'm doing. Yeah, that's called the village. That's right. And so my son was never alone. Mm. But my point being is it took creative thinking. Yes. I had to, listen, I didn't have to just get out the box. I didn't have to just live out of the box, Amy. I had to recognize that there was never even a box in the first place. Yeah. And I had to do parenting, design parenting for what I needed, and then divorce myself from the attachment of other people's opinion of how I should be parenting. Whew. Oh my goodness. That is so huge. Right? Ginormous girl. Ginormous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easier said than done. Yeah. So knowing that there's probably moms that are listening right now, Lisa, that, you know, you call it having that divine assignment, right? That each of us has this divine assignment. And I talk a lot in Mama Truth Circle about how moms are really the spiritual and inspirational leaders inside their families, right? We we serve that role. We earth everybody. We ground everybody. All yeah. things start, begin, and end, and live. And the vibration of how they live emanates from us as mothers. Yes. And so I know that there's mamas that are listening to you, and they have this divine assignment that's really big, and they're doing these big things, and then the guilt and like doing that divorce, as you said, of like other people's opinions yes. about how this is supposed to work, about how that's supposed to have a legal, make a legal separation occur. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about how to do that yes. when you're in the throes of that mommy guilt. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So first of all, um, rise above the mommy guilt for a moment because we need to, we need to plant this intention in healthy mm. We need to plant this intention in healthy soil. I'll say mm. that again. So don't do it out of an angst energy. Oh, suffering. No, suffering is optional. Let's choose not to today. Mm. So first of all, I want you to identify, start in the mirror and say, say these, complete this sentence. I'm proud that you, and list all the things that you're proud of that you've done, that you've chosen to do or who you are as a mom. So first celebrate yourself because energy grows where energy goes. Let's start it in good soil. So I'm proud that you, what are the things that you've done right? Or what are the things that you cleaned up when you did them wrong? Right. That's something to celebrate too. Listen, my cleanups sometimes are better than my good decisions. Like, yes. oh my God, I got myself out of that one. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm still standing and I'm still grateful. Yeah. I'm still loving the world. And so Celebrate yourself for your for your your soaring and celebrate yourself for your bouncing back. Mm. So I so I want to celebrate you for as mothers, we're under celebrated. But guess what? We're under celebrated because we keep waiting on other people to celebrate us. <sighs> Amy, you want to ask how do you get out of the mommy guilt? First of all, take other people off the hook of being your helium. You are your helium. You are your best cheerleader. You know what you can do and you know who you are. So you have to be the first example of how the world is supposed to treat you. When I was on Oprah show and I said that, I said, Oprah, I have to be the first example of how the world gets, uh, how the world gets to treat me. And it's my job to give the world the best example possible. She was like, oh my God, Lisa, I think the same way. So I knew I was thinking one thing right. <laughs> same way yeah so that's number one amy is that when you start being your own fuel 
then you realize you never run out of gas because you're always, you always have enough to give you. So number one is get in the mirror and look at yourself like I'm looking at, like, like, like I'll be looking at myself right now, like I'm looking at you and say your name first. I would say Lisa, you would say Amy, and mm. our moms would say your name and say, I'm proud that you, mm. after you do all the prouds, then say, I want to celebrate you for, mm. so I'm proud that you, I want to celebrate you for, and then I know this is going to sound crazy, but you got to pull yourself up and you got to lift yourself up. What I admire about you is, mm. and then say, what do you admire about yourself? You know, and so go through that. I'm proud. I celebrate and I admire you for it. Now you're in good soil, right? Now yeah. you've lifted up your soil. Yeah. Now move to the next sentence. I choose to honor you by. Mm. I choose to honor you by. And in that sentence, you want to speak to all the gifts, all the talents. Because we're like looking at that beautiful piece of art behind you. Yeah. Like if I was that artist, I would say, I choose to honor you by allowing your art to be seen by the world. I yeah. choose to honor you by spending time each day in my gift, in my mm. talent. Mm. I to, I, so the key word is I choose to honor you by. Yeah. Man, that's powerful. That's yeah. Powerful. Yeah. That's the last thing that you would say, well, two things, two things, kind of two things. Yeah. Okay. You got to cut the shackles to guilt, shame, blame, and regret. Mm. So you do that by saying, say your name first, mm. I forgive you for. Yeah. I forgive you for. Man, when I used to do that, you couldn't, I couldn't understand myself because it'd be like the ugly cry. I forgive you for. <laughs> I forgive you for. I forgive you for. But honey, I did it every day. Now, I, you guys may not do it as long as I did it, but I yeah. was trying to rescue myself. I did it every day for six months. I would recommend you do it every day for 28 days. Just I did it for six months, but I was coming out of depression at the yeah. time. I had been in, I, I was coming out of an emotionally and physically abusive relationship. And so I needed to catch, catch my oxygen again. I needed to believe in Lisa again. I needed to I needed to stand. I need to turn my crawl into a walk again. And so I did it for every day for six months. The last sentence, the last sentence is I commit to you that. Because as moms, yeah. we're so used to making and honoring our commitments with other people. But we don't make strong commitments and honor those strong commitments with ourselves. Yes. And so before you make another commitment to your child, to your spouse, to your boyfriend, to your girlfriend, to your family, make some commitments to yourself. Now, I've given you all these sentences, and now I'm gonna give you the parameters. You have to give at least seven different endings to each sentence, seven different endings to each. Wow. Then each day, you can repeat what you said the day before, but you have to do seven different endings each day. And then the next day, you can say the same thing you said the previous day. It doesn't matter. Um, and I did this every day, Amy. I found something to, to be proud of, to celebrate myself for. I found things that I loved about myself, that I admired about myself. I, I forgave myself every day. And then I made a new commitment. When I tell you that turned my crawl into a walk, turned my walk into a run, and turned my run into a sore. That's where us mamas need to be in the mirror with ourselves. So, uh, mamas, please, please do this assignment. Please do this assignment. You and can share it in our Facebook feedback. group. Uh, 
and then come back and give feedback. Don't just do it, but come back. Here's how I felt day one. Here's how I felt after five days, because you'll see yourself. It's really important to monitor your shift, or else you'll forget you had one. Yeah. How I felt after two weeks. Oh my God, on my 28th day, I was looking forward to it. I was super excited. Yeah. And the first two days, you're not even going to be able to understand yourself. First five days. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm proud of you because like, you're so under celebrated. Amy, yeah. it's because we're under celebrated, even with ourselves. Yeah. And then you start getting used to it. And then it starts feeling real good. And then you start looking forward to it. That's beautiful. I love it. Well, and it feels like, you know, it, we're in such an interesting time here. We're in the holiday season and we just had an election that really shook us, a lot of us to our core. You know, there's so much, um, gosh, I mean, just going on to social media and looking at your feeds, it's intense right now. Um, and I would just love to hear you talk a little bit about what's going on politically in this country and about the Black Lives Matter movement and what impact that's had on you and the teens that you're, you know, that you're in touch with. I would just love to hear what you've, like your pulse check on all of that. Sure. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm of, um, I have very strong opinions. You know that. Yeah. And I'm very comfortable in my skin and I wasn't always comfortable in my skin. Yeah. Very comfortable in my thoughts and I'm comfortable to be agreed with and very comfortable to be disagreed with. Um, I, I truly believe that energy grows where energy goes. Yeah. And I would be, I would be a lie and remiss if I did not say um, I was disappointed in our elections. Um, I was in Jamaica at the time. And um, I said, wow, I got to go home. <laughs> yeah. And, and I want to go home. I want to be a part of the solution. Um, so I would be lying if I didn't say that there are certain feelings that I feel um, around our climate. You know, we have a real big race conversation. Yeah. Um, um, but I'm not surprised because I think that, you know, like our bell bottoms and afros and daishikis come back. I think we cycle. We cycle experiences. Yeah. Um, we cycle uh, time zones, uh, time uh, time capsules and what we're doing. I, I, I believe, you know, today we have the iPad and I believe in 10 years, the, the, the album, you know, the albums and the, that, that whole stereo system is going to come back and people are going to want vintage. I believe it all cycles. So why not mindsets? Why not mindsets? I think what I want to be very mindful of is instead of me choosing to give energy, because I, I, I could give a lot, a lot of energy to what I don't like. Yeah. I really can. I'm, I am in conscious choice right now because energy grows where energy goes. Mm. And if we, we have to be very, very mindful because if we put a whole lot of energy and our hurt and our frustration and our disgust, um, then, then our hurt, our frustration and our disgust grows. Mm. If we put more energy in how different we are, Amy, we are very different. You are a white woman and I am a black woman. Yeah. Very different. But what I do know is that we both pump with a heart. We both bleed red blood. Yeah. We love deep. We've been hurt deep. 
we both know the depth of betrayal and the height of possibility. And what I choose, consciously choose, to place my energy on right now is how much we are alike. Yeah. I choose to put my energy on the human spirit of you as a white woman, the human spirit of a white man, the human spirit of an Asian man, and that we are more alike and we have differences. But if I focus my energy on our differences and that's all I see. Yeah. So I'm not changing my stand. I've had this stand for years. You were my sister before our president was our president. Yeah. And before Obama was in, in office and before Trump will be in office, it doesn't change anything. Do you know what I mean? And so um, I choose in this climate to ask myself the question, what part of the solution can you be, Lisa? What part of the healing can you be? That can you demonstrate, talk about, live, breathe, walk, and talk love and equality and possibility? Do I wake up some days absolutely pissed off? Mm. Yes, I do. Yeah. Do I have moments in the shower when I'm afraid for my son? Because my son is an African-American male child. Yeah. And he's 21 years old, so he's right in that danger zone. Yeah. And these days when, you're get, when you get shot, when your hands are in the air, because I know I have a good child. Yeah. But when you get shot because your hands are in the air, I don't know what to tell them anymore. That when my son leaves the house, I am afraid. Because I'm a mama. Yeah. And when my son wants to wear a hoodie, yeah. That says Black Lives Matter. And I know it's because he wants his voice to be heard. But on some days, I want him to just whisper. Yeah. Doesn't get too much attention. Because I don't know what they're going to do when they give him the attention. And I live in Orange County. Yeah. <laughs> so that can be Orange County slash, slash White County. Yeah. And I love where I live. I, I have the most amazing neighbors on the planet. I love the life I've given my son. And so I'm blended every day. Every day I'm blended. I, I feel my anger. I feel my hurt. And I feel my fear. Yeah. And in that space, I choose my love. I choose my possibility. And I choose to be a change agent. So I give myself permission to feel it. Yes. And then I challenge myself to channel it into something that's going to get us through this climate. We are a resilient, we are a resilient set of beings. We are a resilient humanity. We have climbed through darker days than this. We have climbed through scarier days than this. We have climbed, we have climbed through so much with so much less. We have climbed through so much, Amy, with so much less. Yeah. So all I could do is, like Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind as we step into this cycle for the next four years or the next eight years. I don't know. I'm going to see the other side. And I'm going to challenge every mom and every dad and every child, white, black, Asian, Latino, brown, White, I'm going to invite you to see the other side with me. And then let's charge 
for that together because energy grows where energy goes. And I know when we hum, and then you pick up that hum with me. And then another mother picks up that hum with us. And all of a sudden we have an international, universal, multicultural, non-denominational, multi-economical choir of humming. And that vibration alone is more powerful than any hate, any anger, any divisiveness, because we have witnesses, we have examples, we have Mother Teresa, we have Cesar Chavez, we have Mahatma Gandhi, we have Nelson Mandela, we have Martin Luther King, we have examples of people who chose to hum together, and they beat the beast. They beat the beast called hate, they beat the beast called anger, they beat the beast called divisiveness. So it might not happen tomorrow, my friend. It might not happen next week. And as mothers, we may have to pray the heavens down for our children to be safe when they leave our homes. But I choose to believe that God would not bring us this far to end us in a, in a pool of hate and anger. I don't care who the president is. I don't care who's controlling the Senate. I don't care who the backers or the funders are. I don't care. The human spirit is unbreakable. The human spirit is unshakable. The human spirit is unchangeable. The human spirit is not available to the elections. The human spirit is not available to your bank account balance. The human spirit is not available to the, the relationship status when it's going back. The human spirit in each one of us is simply waiting for the command, what good do you want me to do today? And I just say, let's give it a challenge daily. Even if it's just a smile to the grocery clerk, even if it's, just, even if it's stopping for a moment and seeing someone and thanking them and asking them how their day is and staying long enough to actually hear the answer. Yeah. I just believe, call me, hope, call me hopeless or hopeful. <laughs> call me full of false, false hope, I don't care. But I believe that people, like Nelson Mandela, who spent 27 years in prison. And when he left prison, he led the largest forgiveness movement in history. And he led the largest forgiveness movement in history with the guards, the white guards who guarded him. They went on the forgiveness movement with him, side by side with him. You can't tell me on the other side of apartheid, on the other side of that kind of treatment, that we come through it. You can't tell me we can't come through this. You can't tell me that. I have blind, unwavering, non-negotiable, unapologetic faith. And when you have that kind of faith, you don't wonder about if you can climb the mountain. You demand the mountain to move. <laughs> I'm demanding the mountain to move. And if enough crazy people like us get together, enough unicorns get together, <laughs> old and radical and outrageous for love, possibility, joy, and connection, if enough of us hold hands, if enough black women hold hands with white women, enough white women hold hands with Asian women, enough Asian women hold hands with Latin, enough black men and white men get together and hold hands, all of a sudden we see, you, Trump can't change this. <laughs> He can't, you ain't got that much power to change the human spirit. 
I'm just saying. That's my saying. That's my story, and I'm <laughs> to it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lisa. You're welcome. My pleasure. Oh, my gosh. And guess what? You're the first person to ask me. And this is the first place for me to make that de public declaration. So thank you. Everyone's trying to dance around the conversation. Let's not dance around it. Let's hit it straight on, straight no chaser, right between the eyes. Yes. Take it just like that. Let's not spend the next four years trying to avoid conversations. Let's have healthy dialogue. Let's have healthy conflict. Let's have healthy communication. Let's talk until we've said what we need to say and our hearts are sitting out in front of us. Let's speak from a place of contribution and compassion and creation, not from a place of hurt and anger and fear. Let's rise above it and then let's have dialogue and let's have dialogue in the herd until we can get above it if we need to let's not abandon each other i won't abandon you sister right now i won't abandon i won't forget my commitment to you before all of these elections don't allow these elections this climate and those people to change who we've always known ourselves to be and who we aspire to become. I won't allow my president, I, I wouldn't allow my previous president and the one before that president to dictate and determine who I am as a person. And let's not do it now. Don't, if Facebook is driving you to a place that you don't like, get the hell off Facebook. Give it a time out for a minute. Give it a time out for a minute. Yeah. Get on it, post your opinion and get off. So that you <laughs> Don't get, don't get contaminated. If you don't have the wherewithal, the resiliency, and the and that that energy, the strength to stay stay in the light when you're reading the dark, then don't read the dark. Don't read the dark. Don't let the don't let the dark make your white become gray. Your white. When I say white, that's your pure heart. That's your pure space. Yeah. Don't let it, I won't let it make my white pure space become dark. I won't let it be make it become gray. You don't have that access to me. No one does. Mm. I, I worked hard to become the woman I am today and one election ain't gonna change it. Yeah. All that I can say is thank you. Thank you so much, Lisa. I know that um, every person listening right now is so grateful to hear your words and I'm honored to have been able to hold space and just witness that. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I know that was so important for people to hear right now. So important for my heart to hear and be reminded of and we're healing. Yeah. And, and we need Neosporin. Yes, we do. <laughs> Thank you for being my Neosporin. Welcome, Thank you for being the world's Neosporin, Lisa Nichols. We love you. And I invite each mom to cut this part of the clip out and repost it. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. As, as many places as we can. Yeah. Not because I'm trying to be popular. I don't need more. But because we need we need a few people to make a bold radical stand yes we need to support that stand to become contagious that's right that's that that's the only reason and if this is not the message find the message and then let's put it out there because we need to plaster we need to plaster our social media with as much possibility and hope and conviction and stand as we can 
and all of us. It's all of our jobs. No one's, no one's, no one's off the hook right now. Yeah. No one's off the hook right now. This needs to be a grassroots movement yes. that goes up under the earth. And before you know it, it's a tsunami of possibility. Yes, a tsunami, man. <laughs> of born, a tsunami of healing. A tsunami of possibility. And 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 that groundswell starts with us. It starts with you. You are not off the hook. That's I am right. not off the hook. And I don't want to be let off the hook. When I heard, Amy, what you were going to ask me, and Margaret said, is it okay? Absolutely, it's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I've been waiting on somebody to ask me. Wow. Absolutely. I love you, sis. I love you, too. Thank you so much. So with that, normally I have a question that I ask um, all of the people that are on the Mama Truth show, but I just feel like you just answered it times a million. So I feel like this is the perfect place for us to just bow and say thank you so much. Well, can I say, Amy, thank can you. I say, Amy, that I celebrate you mm. for being courageous, bold enough, loving enough, and caring enough to not just be the mommy to your baby, but to recognize that as a woman, we're Mother Earth, and that you asked the critical question several minutes ago. You asked the question that led to the answer that I needed to give, and I need to hear myself publicly give, and I need to hear myself publicly say, and that so many people, mothers and fathers, sons and daughters, needed to hear. Yeah. So thank you for being obedient. <laughs> my pleasure so with that mamas it's amy ehlers signing off here with the incredible lisa nichols motivating the masses.com is her incredible website with all the work that she's doing in the world and keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood and chin up eyes wide open ladies keep doing it much love everyone Thanks for listening, mamas. Did you know that Amy has a new ebook out? It's called Sacred Self-Care for Moms, Seven Steps to Nurturing Yourself So You Can Be the Mom You Were Born to Be. And you can receive your free copy by going to sacredselfcarebook.com. That's sacredselfcarebook.com. And please don't keep the Mama Truth Show a secret. The biggest compliment you can give is to share the Mama Truth Show with your loved ones and write a review on iTunes. Until next time, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood.